Once upon a time, there was a young woman named Elise who wanted to see the entire world and all the stories within it. One day, she met a white rabbit who asked her to come along for a journey of discovery. Welcome to Elise in Wonderland. the hosts of Elise in Wonderland. This is a show for those curious about the world, travel, culture, and new perspectives. And if you couldn't tell by our intro song, today we are talking about a very special place in the world. It's the largest country in South America with over 270, 207 million residents and has over 4,000 airports. Of course, it's Brazil. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our guests, Jacques and Ulysses, our resident Brazilian experts who are going to be talking to us uh, all about Brazil and everything we need to know. So growing up in Brazil, in the northeast, in Recife, they have always dreamt of coming to Canada. When Jacques turned 14, he wanted to learn English quickly, and because he had an aunt here in Canada, he decided to move to Canada and finish high school. Ulysses went to California for a year as an exchange student, and both learned they wanted to move to North America. And alas, you're here! They moved here in May 2015. Jacques was a part-time support officer and recently has been promoted to international coach. Welcome at Mohawk College yeah. <laughs> and Ulysses learning English, French, and found a career working at Ford Motor Company. Um, this is a story of so many newcomers to Canada who restart their lives and work very hard to make a life for themselves here in Canada. So welcome. We're so happy to have you yeah, in the studio too, today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for, Thank you for having us here. You're welcome, guys. It's been a long time that we've really wanted to interview you oh, nice. and learn about your story. And I know that there are so many Brazilians out there listening. Mm-hmm. You are two of the popular, most popular people that I know. Yes. <laughs> Every time I see you, people are waving following you around and your big posse. Um, and you've told us that in Brazilian culture, people stick together. Um, and no matter who you are, you treat them as family. So please say hi to all your family yeah. and friends out yeah, there. So, yeah. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks again, Elise and Jim, for having us here in the show. We're very excited to be here. No problem. Yeah. Hopefully, your parents might be listening from home as well as some yeah, folks from home. Yeah. Um, so, well, do you want to say hi to in, in Portuguese? Sure. Yeah, we can say. Olá, pessoal. Aqui quem fala é Jacques. Muito diferente falar em português e inglês ao mesmo tempo. Pois é, gente. Estamos aqui para representar vocês e falar um pouquinho da nossa cidade e também do Brasil, nossa cultura. É isso aí. I don't know what you said, but so thank you so much. And thank you guys for being here. So we gave you a little bit of a background um, of where you've come from and why you're here today and mm-hmm. how much of an amazing job you guys are doing um, at starting your lives and growing your life here in Canada. Um, before we get into the show, we're going to talk a little bit about what the last week has been like for us, do a little bit of an update for our, our listeners. So, Jin, 
talk a little bit about how your last week was since our last show. Yeah, so before we move to South America, let's feel some Asian culture first. Asian first, yeah. yeah. So last weekend was uh, Thanksgiving Day in Asia. Oh. Um, and also yesterday was my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jin. Mm, thank you. Happy birthday again. I think there were three three cards circulating all yes. around the office because oh. everyone loves Jin. Oh, thank you. You're three part times. of our family. Yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> and my mom actually told me she she gave me a birth when it was Thanksgiving Day. She was cooking fry stuff and she had a baby like she was frying food and you wanted to come out and try it (laughs) (laughs) that's why i love this food that's Um, why you eat a lot okay understood now right right. (laughs) and so yeah yesterday was my birthday and i have so much good times with people and friends thank you for the cakes yeah that's great Mm -hmm. uh since last week Let's see. So last week when we had our space episode, mm. um, the next day on Friday, I went to the Toronto Orchestra to see some oh. amazing music, um, which was great. I hadn't been back to Roy Thompson Hall in a while. And also tomorrow, I'm going to be going to another show. If anyone's familiar, have you guys heard of Live Labs at Big Master? Mm-mm. No. So at McMaster, the music department and the science oh. or psychology department has merged to learn how how music affects your brain. So they actually mm. ha- put like sensors on people and study this. So they have someone performing drums and they're going to do some sort of experiment oh. in the room. So Very for those exciting. wondering, I think there's still tickets Friday, Saturday at McMaster Live Labs for Larnell Lewis. He's an incredible drummer. I suggest you check it out, but I'll report back next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jacques Ulysses, how was your week? What are what are some things you guys have been doing? Um well, I've been recently hired as international coach at the college. Oh, and I'm her- very happy for that. Uh, so this week has been very busy for me. I've been having to do some presentations, some workshops, and participating meetings to get uh, events sorted out and planned. Um, but besides working, I've been taking French classes mm. um, here at the college on Tuesdays. And just this week, I studied a uh, French class at St. Charles, too, because uh-huh. I can't wait to learn the language. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited. You want to be truly bilingual here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to say hi in French, if you uh, can? <laughs> uh, bonsoir. Salut. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. What about you, Uli? Yeah, for me, it's been very busy, too. I'm taking English classes here at Mohawk College. I'm being part of the LINK program. Mm-hmm. I'm on six prep. Yeah. And, yeah, and <laughs> I'm also taking French classes at St. Charles. Wow. You guys are both going. That's yeah, amazing. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we we know Portuguese, right? So mm-hmm. French could won't be very hard. It is hard, but won't be very hard mm. for us because it's the There's same. There's some similarities. Kind of, yeah, same oh, similarities. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, the same kind of structure, mm. but spelling is different. Yeah, mm. it's a romantic, romantic uh, language, oh. so that's why we can. <laughs> They're related, find, like yeah, cousins. Related to, yeah. yeah. I find the pronunciation a little bit uh, hard for mm-hmm. me because uh, I tend to speak Portuguese and Spanish in class because they're so close, so you get. 
mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I find different, difficult mm-hmm. about learning Spanish, too, because it's like, oh, so close. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go back to my French. And the stress is different. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We'll get into languages later because I mm-hmm. think the Portuguese language is something that's so beautiful and, and really interesting to me. There's It's very unique in mm-hmm. the way that you accent mm-hmm. things. So we're going to end the show with some language lessons for those curious about learning Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So before we uh, start into the bulk of the show, I think it's always important to set a little bit of a tone for, okay, what are we talking about? Who are the people like in, in Brazil or this part of the world? Mm-hmm. Um, and in my research and in chatting with you guys, I found it really interesting that how multicultural Brazil is. I think people in Canada tend to think of South America all as like, okay, these are all South American mm-hmm. Spanish influence. Yeah, yeah. But actually, um, I learned that a lot of settlers from Portugal brought came in and people from Africa came in in the 16th century, then later Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. So there's actually a lot of influence that you see in the food, in the culture, like Japanese, Middle Eastern fusion stuff that I was yeah. able to see. Italian too, yeah. And Italian. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience in Brazil, one of always being surrounded by people from all over the world? Yeah. Uh, in our, in our, because Brazil is, uh, unlike Canada, is divided on province. Brazil mm. is divided on regions mm-hmm. and states, right? So our region, um, in our state, we we don't we don't see those um, uh, diversity a lot. Mm. We can you There's see more, so it's what, more into south uh-huh. of Brazil and southeast of Brazil. Yeah. What's a typical Brazilian then? Uh, Is it someone hard. that's like just Portuguese? <laughs> it's hard, it's hard. Yeah, we can tell here it, yeah. at Moha College yeah. we have a lot of Brazilians, but sometimes you don't. You don't know if the guy from Brazil, girl from Brazil, because they look different. They look European, like I said, Um, in the south part of Brazil, and they look tan like me in north Uh part of northeast part of Brazil. So it's kind of hard to say that this okay, this guy is a typical guy from Brazil. It's hard to say. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh I guess you could be. Because could be blonde. You could have Japanese heritage and be Brazilian. Yeah. 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 Just like Canada. (laughs) That's pretty cool. I didn't realize how multicultural Brazil was, or how huge it was, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you, so you were talking a little bit about the, the different regions. Can you uh, briefly, for our listeners, talk about, okay, you know, the north is like this geographically, the south is more mountainy. Like, what, what's, the layout, what's the layout of Brazil like? Brazil, it's always, uh, it's a, uh, it's, the 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 the, uh, the most important thing that we can say about Brazil is about our beaches, right? Beaches, yeah. yeah. So most of the cities are are along uh, the coast, built by by around the coast, yeah. Mm-hmm. So w- of course we do have mountains too, but it's not like Canada. It's more flat and mm. yeah, it's. Mm. Well, we can talk about weather too. Like if yeah. you are more. Uh, t- Towards the north and northeast, because we're closer to the equator line, we encounter lots of, um, uh, like, if you go inside of Brazil, like, you have more desert, like, some areas that are drier yeah. um, than if you go mm-hmm. to the coast side. I know there's, like, a famous Hollywood. sand dunes. Yes, mm-hmm. in the north. Which I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
if you ever go visit, you should visit those. <laughs> and if you move down to the south, then as you get further down from the equator line, then mm-hmm. you start getting the cooler uh, and colder weather. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of Brazil, I would say that it's more mountainy than um, two yeah, years. It could be, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if all the Canadians know that, but we do have snow in Brazil. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice. we do have. It just yeah. on the mountains or in the northern part? All the way to the south. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have all four seasons everywhere? No. Not in our city. Like mm. not in northeast, I would yeah. say. Uh, in north, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's warm and raining mm. all the time. Mm. Uh, I would say hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> now you're acclimatized mm-hmm. to Canadian. Yeah. yeah, just uh, ours, uh, where we're from, like Hesifi, uh-huh. we used to call it Hellsifi. Hellsifi. Because it's very hot. Like the flames of What's hot? Uh, how, how many degrees? Uh, it's throughout the year yeah. we have like 28, 32, mm-hmm. but it feels like uh, 35. The humidity, oh, yeah, because it's very humid there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but if you go to the south, then it gets colder. Colder, um, yeah. And mm-hmm. if you go up the north, it could be even hotter. Even hotter because mm-hmm. of the rainforest and everything. They're close to equator, so right. it could be. Yeah. We got Close a question. Or more. We got a question here in our in our chat oh, for those nice. of you listening and want to join. Mm. Our fa- our chat can be accessed through our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash elise1015. And we had a question: Are winter sports popular in Brazil when you do get snow? Do you guys have skiing, mm, snowboarding, no, or doesn't exist? We get enough no. snow. To uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It starts yeah. piled up. It's just no. Melting. It's just it's just a it's kind of uh, uh, how to say a, a, one layer, yeah, one layer, <laughs> and that's it. No do more. You, does it shut down the city? No. Snow <laughs> <laughs> day. No slippery uh, words or sidewalks. Yeah. No, no. no. So no when you when you came no to ice. no black guys for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when you came to Canada, is that the first time you experienced? Uh, oh, I guess you guys had a bit of experience before in in California. In California, yeah. Um, anything like a snow angel or black ice was that crazy to you? Yeah. Did you um, jump in the snow? When I did <laughs> when in California. Yeah. <laughs> when I came here the first time, I was a teenager in uh-huh. high school. Uh, I couldn't wait to see snow. Uh, for oh. me, it was something um, from another world. So uh-huh. when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, I was like a kid playing, mm-hmm. making snow, like, uh, it's no snowman. Uh, snowman. Snow- uh, actually, yeah. I haven't made a snowman yet. What? Oh, I know. Here. Yeah, right? That's yeah. going to have to be on your list, guys. I, I always like, meant to do it, but yeah. I always forgot. <laughs> so yeah, I need to do that, so. It's a life-changing experience. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, what about, are, are there different accents in the different regions, mm-hmm. and can you... Can you emulate them for us? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we yes. can. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. No from, pressure. No, if okay. you feel like you're gonna offend someone, no, 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 we can't do that. Just no. for fun, yeah. Yeah. For example, if we if we talk to people uh, from any other region, Brazil, they can tell right away that we're from the northeast. Yeah. Mm. Because of our like the way we talk is like we're almost singing. Mm. Not uh. almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying almost because uh, literally I can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're trying to sing. Yeah, yeah. As if I was trying to sing, yes. <laughs> um, and then if we talk to people from uh, mm-hmm. southeast of Brazil, south too, we can actually tell uh, the region that they're from because mm-hmm. uh, they usually stress the R, uh, mm-hmm. the R's more than we do. Um, 
for in the northeast we don't say like the R like we say it in mm. English. We tend to sound like an H. Ah, uh, so. see. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we say like for example restaurant, we mm-hmm. say restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And then. <laughs> what about Canadian accents? Did you notice differences or are they all the same to you? I learn English in Canada, so for uh-huh. me it sounds normal. I love uh-huh. it. <laughs> yeah, for me because I lived in, in California for a while, right? For a, for a year. Yeah. And you noticed I've, the Californian accent. Yeah, and oh. the Canadian accent for me is like the way we speak in our in our in our um, uh, city in Brazil. Like. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you think Singing the Canadian too. accent? Yeah, yeah, right, right, eh? Yeah, right. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up, up, up and down all the time. Have I you adopted sure. a? Yeah, oh, yeah, eh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the time. Oh, because we actually have something similar in Portuguese too. We say a. Oh, yeah. So it was just we're like normal for us. Yeah, to say a is kind of high. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Don't you say it was such a nice accent? I think all our Brazilian friends they are laughing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen to us, right? Um, that's great. And so, what about uh, what about the culture there? Is it What's it like walking down the street? Are people very friendly? Do they say sorry, excuse me, like they do here? No. Like, what are some typical <laughs> things? No. What are no. some typical things? I know, you know, um, it's probably very different. Uh, sorry, but we don't say sorry. As <laughs> as so that's the. Do you find it annoying? Um, no, I no. kind of got used to it now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm used to saying sorry all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even yeah. if I'm not sorry, you just say sorry. Just be nice. <laughs> yeah, one thing that uh, it's interesting for me here in Canada when we walk uh, through the, the the streets and everybody look at each other and give little smiles. Mm-hmm. We don't do that in Brazil. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> if we do, a person could be oh, why do you look at me? Yeah, why do you look at me? Are you trying to to, to flirt with me or <laughs> do I know you? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's rude yes. to ignore yeah. someone here. Or is there? <laughs> So I guess it's you have to pay more attention to yeah. those little things uh, yeah. you didn't have to before. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you guys for setting the stage for us and giving us a little bit of what the flavor of Brazil mm-hmm. and what we're about to talk about in the show. We're going to go into our first song. Um, please say the name for me because I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> the name of the song is... Try, try, try to say it first. Aquarela do Brasil. Perfect. You got it. Aquarela do Brasil. I don't know why I was trying to go bras. Okay, so tell us, this song is by Gal Costa. Why did you choose this song? Uh, literally, this song means watercolors of Brazil. Uh, and we chose this song because it's like mm. one of the most famous Brazilian songs uh, mm. of all times. Uh, which talks about the beauties that we have in our country. It talks mm-hmm. about our uh, traditions, mm-hmm. um, our natural resources, and richness of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be it's a perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not our national anthem, yeah. though. Yeah, and the people. Yeah. But it's not national anthem. No. No, no it's not. not. Okay. No, it's not. It's like an <laughs> unofficial <laughs> national yeah. anthem. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Could so be. we're gonna go into the musical part, and we'll be back on Elise in Wonderland in just a moment. Good. Welcome back to Elise in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. It's 5.23, and we are talking everything about Brazil with our guests Jacques and Ulysses. Welcome back, guys. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about your journey to Canada. Uh, I think a lot of people are really interested in how newcomers get here. What is the process and um, and where you're at now with that. So can you, uh, you know, we got so far as to understand, okay, you're here now, you're working, um, but what was the process of changing your status? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we first came, uh, I mean, 2015, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, uh, we came as visitors uh, because mm-hmm. Ulysses was still wondering if uh, he would like to live in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as soon as he, he stepped foot in Canada, he said, I want to stay. I don't want to go back to Brazil. <laughs> the airport. Literally wow. at the airport. Really? Yeah. What was it about the airport? That <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just felt, felt at home. Yeah, really. felt home. Yeah. Was it the Pearson? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, I was like, okay, so let's enjoy one month of vacation because we came yes. as visitors first, so mm-hmm. let's do that. Uh, and then after one month, we dis- we went looking for uh, information on how to change status here in Canada. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to change our status from visitors to student. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ulysses got his work permit because we applied together. Um, and then halfway through my program, um, I learned that I could become permanent resident using my uh experience mm-hmm. and my education from abroad. Right. Uh, so we gathered all the documentation that we needed uh, and went through the process, applied, and we were so lucky and we got our permanent residency uh, even before I finished my program here at the college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you forgot to mention waiting, waiting, waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I <laughs> waited and waited part. and yes. waited. Jim yeah. knows it's, this process. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it was fast mm-hmm. and easy, but actually it was a lot of planning. The yeah. Ever since yeah. we got here, a we were A lot of paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of paperwork. And, yeah, mm-hmm. But uh, anyone can do it if you have your mindset and mm-hmm. work hard and do you have any advice for people that are looking to go through this process? Like things that you wish you knew before? Yes. Uh, if you have education mm-hmm. uh, from abroad or uh, experience, I would try to get that paperwork sorted out first. So mm-hmm. getting your credentials assessed in Canada through uh, the proper channels mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and to, before coming here. Because if you come here before doing that, then you might have to go back home and apply, so there's going to be more expenses, more time-consuming. So if you know you want to do it, then do it? Yeah, do it before you even come in. Great. So you arrived in Pearson, you were like, wow, Tim Hortons, I'm (laughs) going to stay. So what are, are, we talked a little bit about some of the differences culturally between Brazilian culture Mm -hmm. and what you saw in Canadians. What are some of the things that really stood out in terms of... um, just interacting with people and family life, what was different? Um, I know that, you know, one of the things you've mentioned to me before is that Canadians, unlike Brazilians, won't invite you over for dinner the first time they meet you, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, I think the, the way we, we, the greeting part, mm, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit different because mm-hmm. we, when we, meet someone at the first time we of course men we shake hands but women we uh Kiss. kisses yeah. and it could be one could be two could be three mm-hmm. yeah you and don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and depends on the on the the state uh-huh. the people are from uh-huh. and yeah and so, yeah th- this is one of the the things that i i i can mention that it's quite uh not difficult but surprising for me when mm. I first got here because mm-hmm. I think everybody was 
was going to do the same mm-hmm. as I do in Brazil, but they don't, so... <laughs> the way people show affection is different, right? Yeah, yeah, like, that's you were probably it. Yeah, like, that's do it. Canadians like me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I usually wait and take the cue from the other person. It's like, uh, uh, is the person leaning forward to get a kiss or two? I mean, uh, there's a lot of people from all over the world here, too, so yeah. sometimes I'll meet a French-Canadian, and they're like, come on, why aren't you kissing me? Or yes, <laughs> yes. Then yeah. you meet other people who are like... No contact. Yeah, no contact. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Uh, talking about dinners. Yeah. Um, it's funny because when, like, family members or close friends in Brazil, sometimes we would even have to ask for an invitation or we would just, like, knock on the door at 7 p.m. It's like, hey, I'm here. But it's not that common. I mean, sometimes they do. Family do, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they call But would you before. think it's weird? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a little bit before. Yeah, yeah. It's like 10 minutes. I'm on my way. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we don't like we don't have to actually call like and wait in advance or make plans for like a week to see mm. your friends. No. So you, on the day off, mm-hmm. like you're leaving work and you can call your friends like, Hey, I'm coming over, can I? Or I'm already yes, yeah, yeah, the door, can you open the door? Yeah, yeah. 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 We do that sometimes. Yeah. 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 In Canada people tend to plan a lot. Like yeah. two weeks from now, come right. over and well, it's like, like by then you're like, Oh man, I don't even want to sure have its own time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna like. Am I gonna feel like sushi? Like, then? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I want to do, yeah. do it now. I want to do it now. It's more spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And what about um, what about politeness and rules of like talking to each other and waiting your turn and, and What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, we we tend to talk over each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. a Latin stereotype, like loud, warm, <laughs> like you know, that. invading each other's space. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Um, we like, could say we're like Italians. We talk mm-hmm. loud. We like to, like, if there talk are... With t- yeah, talk with your hands. Talk with your hands. Talk with our hands. And <laughs> yeah. And we, we like, and we talk like see I talk over we talk over each other yeah. yeah it's if okay it's like kind of normal we've ever been like eight people and have TV on so you might have some people like watching TV and then other people sitting at the table that talking and yelling and yeah. yelling yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. someone <awesome>. dancing <laughs> uh, what about giving gifts I know that Jin and you guys talk about you know back in your home countries when you buy a car mm-hmm. like there's a little gift that comes with it or something like mm-hmm. that that doesn't happen here. Ulysses is oh. the best of this. Yeah. I learned from well, him. Uh, <laughs> asking. Do you yeah. want to say it? No, you can say it. Go ahead. <laughs> because you said you learned from me. I, go, I want to know. Oh, what, yeah. did you, did you learn from me, right? what did you learn from Ulysses? <laughs> yeah. um, so whenever we're buying something, versus like we need to negotiate. Yeah. Um, sometimes we can negotiate the price. And if we can negotiate the price, we always try to get something mm-hmm. more, not mm. just what you're buying. So let's say you're buying a car. Um, we always want to get something extra, extra, like right. maybe Plus. winter plants <laughs> for free, or yeah, like why not? Or like a, a year of oil change for free. So like oh. we always try to negotiate that. Uh, and here we, when we were buying our cars, like we Did didn't you try. We tried, but it's like no, that's all you get to the car. Like you, you <laughs> yeah. <have to> <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, he said he he, he learned from me because. Okay, you can ask for mats, you can ask for uh, tinted window, yeah, yeah. you can, but I want everything. <laughs> I want everything. Not just one. Yeah, not just one. I want everything. Yeah. And sometimes I get everything, sometimes I get just two mm-hmm. items, or, but I'm okay, right? right, right. <laughs> and then he always told me, don't laugh. When don't I'm laugh, because this. when I was saying, he was started laughing. And like said, out of nervousness? Yeah, no, not nervousness. He was laughing like, 
Uh, he, he thinks that I'm on saying a joke. No, I'm, I want that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. He doesn't so, want what I want. Yeah, right. <laughs> but back in Brazil, asking, you wouldn't even have to ask, or you would ask, and they'd be like, okay. They always withhold the little extra thing, and it's a custom to give it to oh, you. Oh, they're used to people asking, so mm. they, they keep it until you ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's actually kind of included, like, in the, in the, in the, in the price. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is. But then but you, don't ask, you don't get. So, like, if yeah. you go buy something in Brazil, just remember to ask for like little gifts so I just say yeah. do I want something can I get something extra yes. yeah it, it will be fine it's not an impolite thing to say it's not an impolite thing same thing in Korea this is not only at uh, sorry uh, okay. at a car store it happens at a bar it yeah. happens at restaurants okay. uh, like we're so used to going to a nightclub and then yeah. asking for a shot of something and then uh, we would say when the person pours the shots like Oh, that's so little. <laughs> you know, like, pour some little more, like, extra. Yeah, like, we say, like, um chorinho, por favor. Um chorinho, por favor. Yeah. It's like, can you cry a little bit more? Like, yeah. like, cry into it. Give cry. it a couple yeah. tears. Yeah, that's <laughs> why we do. That's why we say. And in Korea, same thing. Gifts expected? I think so. I'm, I didn't buy a lot of... I didn't buy a car, or, but I heard of mm-hmm. that when you buy stuff, then they always give you something, a prize, you know, mm-hmm. perfume, or mm. a bed. Oh. Car perfume, uh-huh. not, uh, car not the car Chanel. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, we do have those things. Even even when you go to a restaurant, Korean. If you go to a Korean restaurant, you always get side dishes for free. Oh really? Mm. Oh nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you order menu, but there's always something else coming up. Oh. I do love that about mm. Korean food. Okay, so what are some of the things that you guys miss about Brazil? Um, oh. Can I start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I start with my family. Yeah, I family really, for sure. Really mm. love, love and miss my family. Mm. Um, but besides my family and uh, and friends too, like mm. the Brazilian friends in Brazil, like they're like family too. Mm. Uh, my friends that I've uh, also acquired here in Canada. Yeah. They became my family too, mm-hmm. and um, mine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we they, we only know them for three years, right? <laughs> three years. So our Brazilian friends, we know them since uh, forever. So yeah, yeah. we have a Brazil Canadian Brazilian who said in our chat, we ask for free stuff, but we're not stingy. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, Jonathan. Um, so yeah, our friends here they're amazing too, but. Um, it's like, it's a growing relationship, right? We, they are knowing, they're getting to know us. Your network. Yeah, the networks and everything. I mean, back in Brazil, we already have our friends since mm. long time ago, so they know the way they treat us, and I know the way they, I can treat them, and yeah. so and you forth. just have to stay for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> not talking about family and friends now. Something okay. that I really miss. Well, everybody know Brazilians love to party. Uh, we yeah. may stay at a club until 5 a.m. Oh 5 a.m. People <laughs> laugh when they say, what's last call? Two, yeah. one, yep. two. They're like, what? Yeah. Two. I had a group of people from Spain visiting mm-hmm. for an educational tour, and they were on the bus with us. Mm-hmm. Remember, Jin was there. Yeah. You were tired. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm going home, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what time does the bar close? Oh, two. Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> because in Brazil, nightclubs go until what five, six, eight. Uh, sometimes a lot of the parts of the world. Yeah, it, and you know, around are, the clock. Yeah. And there is another nightclub, th- another type of nightclub. This starts from eight a.m. and goes into <laughs> oh yeah, it's going forever. Yeah, yeah. Is there a comment on there? My mommy saying, um, "I think there should be some translation for us." Oh. <laughs> 
KKKKK in Portuguese means LOL. Really? If you see KKKKK, it's not a bad thing. It's a Brazilian LOL. So before we get into our next section, I want to talk about food because we can't go anywhere without talking about it. Yeah, Jacques is there. Expert on that. <laughs> and one of the things that you guys do ask for is extras at Tatemono. All the time. If people want to yeah. know, they ask. I went with them once, and it was the best experience because they had the VIP card, and they got for the discount, and they have mm. the special meal. And I felt like a queen with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, and we're going to Tatemono afterwards if anyone wants to come. Um, let's talk about some of the regional dishes and some of the things that the food that you love that's okay. unique to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Can I start? Yeah, yeah of course. Um, we can talk about a national dish that we have, not mm-hmm. only like from one region, uh, that's called feijoada. Um, I believe some of my mm-hmm. Canadian friends already know what that means, mm-hmm. but I'm going to explain in a nutshell. Uh, so feijoada is like, we have, pla- it's like a bean stew uh, filled mm-hmm. with pork, uh, mm-hmm. beef, bacon, smoked, Pork ribs. And I'm guessing meat wow. is just meat. a regular feature in everything. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are the bold ones that are the very courageous people that love their pork trimmings included too. So some people include ears, mm. pork ears, pork um, uh, tails, feet, nose. Yep. Put it all in. Put it all in. <laughs> what about some of the other um, regional dishes? Yeah, we can talk yeah. about the northeastern yes. uh, food uh, and dishes. So I selected two to talk about. Sure. Um, the first one is, do you want to try to say it? Gin. Gin, do you want to try to say it? Arumadino. Yeah, almost. you almost said <laughs> it. So. Arumadino. Can I get right, because there's ours. Yeah, oh, yeah. So this is a <laughs> nice. typical dish from uh, the state of Pernambuco, where you're from. Um, <laughs> you'll be able to find it anywhere um, from any um, food stands on a sandy beach or at, like a very fancy restaurant, restaurant so yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Ahumadinho. The name actually comes from the way that the the dish is uh, served. Uh, and then the actual translation is called neatly organized mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it has uh, beans, uh, cassava flour, mm-hmm. vinaigrette, and um, dried meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just when we serve it that it's called the homadium because after it's when you start eating, out. you mix everything. It's so it's no mess. longer yeah, it's no longer homadium. <laughs> It'll be a mess of dium. And the other one is escondidium. Escondidium. Yeah, everything's like new. And by the way, like our chat is going crazy right mm-hmm. now with Brazilians. Really? Don't forget this. Don't forget that. Oh, yeah, someone right, said, don't forget the caipirinha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone posted a recipe. Oh, that was Jen. <laughs> Remind myself. <laughs> okay, so t- let's talk about escondidinho. Okay, escondidinho, uh, when we translate, uh, it's like little hidden, like, like mm. beef, like jerky beef hidden mm. in layers of cassava puree mm. or and mashed cas- potatoes. cassava is like a root, right? Yeah. 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 It's a mm-hmm. medioc root. Um, yeah. Yeah. So mashed mm. or mashed potatoes. Or mashed potatoes, yeah. Um, 
and then some people that really don't eat beef, mm-hmm. uh, they have changed the recipe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have included shrimp. Uh, so substituted the beef for shrimp, or you can substitute it for uh, chicken, chicken yeah. or uh, meat lovers again. I uh, mean, uh, ground beef too. So mm-hmm. if you're yeah. trying mm-hmm. meat, you can use. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like salivating. And lots of um, cheese on top. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed this theme in Brazilian cooking is like meat, starch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People, codfish. Okay, Twani loves this food that we're talking about. All right, thank you guys for giving us a taste of Brazil. And now I'm definitely starving. So after this, we're going to run over. I just need to let you guys know that uh, be careful with escondidinho. Why? Because it's extremely addictive. Uh, Once you start eating, you won't stop eating. Yeah, you're going to gain some weight. Okay, I won't start today. Um, We're going to get into this song, Asa Branca, by Luis Gonzaga. Luis Gonzaga, yes. Luis, you say it so much better than me. Oh, well, I'm Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you choose this song? Yeah, it's because... um, Talking about... um, because on the on the countryside of Brazil, it's a struggle with um, how do you say drought. Drought. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes we have to leave our family behind mm. to get better job, get better life, and then sometimes we come back, or sometimes we bring our family with us. It's more like that. Okay, great. Did you have something to add? I um, see you leaning in. No, that's <laughs> why. Uh, I think that's why he said, like, sometimes we, we have to mm. uh, move from where we are from originally because we don't have enough resources. Yeah. Mm. So moving to, uh, like I would say, a, not a, a better place mm-hmm. to survive. To yeah. get a better chance to, yeah. yeah. Okay, wonderful. We're going to listen to this song and we'll be back in just a moment on Elise in Wonderland. Benvenuti to Alice in Wonderland. Swagate Alice Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland에 오신 걸 환영합니다. On 1015. 101.5 The Hawk입니다. Xin chào. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back to Alice in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. It's 5:44 and we're chatting with Jacques and Ulysses about Yes, we're back. Um, And thank you to everyone commenting in our free talk. Again, if you want to check us out on Elise in Wonderland on Facebook, there's a link to all of our previous recordings, so we can send that to your mom and do some translation. (laughs) And uh, we have a little free chat, so basically the modern version of a call-in show, but we have this on mm-hmm. our Facebook chat. And people have been going crazy. We've sum- we've started a poll, what's the best? We're having debates on all the different food options here. <laughs> so food is a common thing that people like to talk mm-hmm. about. Now, so that I can go to Brazil and Jin can go to Brazil mm-hmm. and you at home listening can go to Brazil and succeed, let's talk basic language lessons. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we talked a little bit about the regional accents. Mm-hmm. Um, walk us through a couple things that we need to know in terms of what we should say and what we shouldn't say mm-hmm. and how we say it. Yeah, go ahead, start, Jack. Because you know, you like to say this. <laughs> and I complete. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. This is you say it. What about, okay, what about standard greetings? So if I want to mm-hmm. say, hi, how are you? Oh, okay. Um, okay. So. Hola, tudo bem? So, tudo bem means all good? Yes. He's good. Uh, yeah, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Bom dia. 
Bon yeah, the way we say bon dia, it's in our region. But mm. most, I, I mean, southeast and and south, they say bon dia. Mm. A little bit different. Yeah, the D I sound sometimes for it's D, and it's yeah. sometimes bon it's G. G. Yeah, bon dia. Uh, also, it's good morning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And are there many differences between Portuguese and Brazilian Portuguese? Can you explain? Yes, yeah. there are. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it is a European Portuguese and Brazilian uh, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by the way, how many people assume that people in Brazil speak Spanish? Is that like... Oh, it's yeah. very common. Yeah, yeah, very common or for us. they think yeah. that we speak Brazilian. Yeah. Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. Oh. they think they speak Brazilian. Yeah, that's and then they say, yes, we speak Brazilian Portuguese. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are the main differences between European Portuguese and Brazilian Portuguese? Uh, we can start by saying, like, the way that we open our mouths. Yeah, um, I would say that too. Yeah, so Brazilians uh, tend to stress our vowels longer mm. and open mm. our mouth more and actually... Um, so like spell out the word like uh, enunciate yeah sweet. and then European Portuguese they tend to close their mouths more mm-hmm. and speak like inwardly so and not pronounce mm-hmm. the vowels so clearly mm-hmm. so sometimes mm-hmm. they eat the vowels oh yeah. Yeah. so can you say something in the same word in yeah. both uh, kind of dialects I can say like a small sentence for example uh, she uh, spoke with me uh-huh. in Brazil I would say Ela falou comigo. Uh-huh. So we pronounce like every syllable. Falou comigo. You yeah. can kind of picture how it's spelled out. Mm-hmm. And right. then if you hear someone, especially from the islands in Portugal, uh, yeah. uh, they, would, Azores, they would probably say, if me. So like they don't. <laughs> huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how we feel too. Like, oh. <laughs> once we get used to them, like, oh, okay, now I get what you mean. But at first, it's hard for us to identify yeah, yeah. like, what they're trying to say. Yeah, because yeah. they. They eat the vowels. So, written, it's the same language. Spoken, it's different. But yeah. different slang, too. Oh, yes. Uh, we can talk about that, too. <laughs> sure. That's I always love hearing uh, So, slang. there are some words that we should say in Portugal, but you shouldn't say in Brazil. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, in <laughs> maybe I remember the other way. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right? Please do. So, I'll just say a couple. So, in in Brazil, I mean, in Portugal, when you are referring to a little girl, little girl, you would say um, a boy is like rapaz, and the feminine would be rapariga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that in Portugal just means little girl, like mm-hmm. there is nothing to it. But right. if you should never say that in Brazil uh, because it refers to like a bad word for a woman. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good to know. So you can say you can say you can call a guy in Brazil. You can call a guy rapaz. Yeah. But you cannot call a girl Habariga. What's the proper it, word in Brazil? It's moça. Or it's different. Right? Moça. Menina, garota. Menina, garota. Have you ever senorita. gotten in trouble speaking to someone from Portugal? <laughs> where they're like, excuse me. It would be the other way around. Because oh, okay. as we would say Habariga. Yeah. And then it would, like, we would be just surprised. Like, oh, how would you say what? that? Like, like, look at that Habariga. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and then it like, like, took me a second to realize, like, no, no, they're from Portugal, not Brazil. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for saving us. Yes. Erica, one of our listeners, yeah. said that it's almost like comparing Quebecois French and Parisian French. Yes. Same mm-hmm. language, basically, yeah. but Quebecois. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it has very distinct accents. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can say that. And you'd probably be dismissed from a room in in France. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's do one more word. Yes. Uh, so. Sure. I'll say 
okay. So if you're at a bank yeah. uh, okay. and there's a line of people, Ulysses mm-hmm. <laughs> laughing at this yeah, example because, already. Because, <laughs> because it's, it's a bad word too. I wish you can say, but I can't. <laughs> Well, it's uh, like a bad way to call a person. So, yeah, yeah. both of these words. So, if you're in a, a line, uh-huh. uh, in a line at a bank, you you say that you are in a bicha mm. uh, in Portugal. In Portugal, mm-hmm. yeah. But if you say in Brazil bicha, uh, that means um, you are calling a gay male, mm. uh, but in a bad way. In a bad uh, way. Okay, mm. so another derogatory. Yeah, term. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm nervous now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say anything. Um, there's a couple other suggestions that people wanted to know in Portuguese. How do you say, where's the washroom? Uh, onde fica mm. o banheiro? Ou toilette também se diz. Ah, onde fica o toilette? Onde fica o toilette? And can I pet your dog? Uh, posso alisar seu cachorro? Posso alisar o seu cachorro? Posso alisar o seu cachorro? Yeah. And me. And what about where's the beach? Onde fica a praia? Onde fica a praia? Or Onde simply, está? Cadê a praia? Cadê a praia? Where's the beach? Yeah. yeah. Cadê a praia? Okay. Um, ah, that's amazing. And how do you greet people you mentioned before? Uh, what's the right way? Kissing, hugging? Okay, so, yes. <laughs> I uh, want to know. Informally, um, if a guy is meeting a girl, a girl meeting a guy, and girl meeting girls, uh, we hug and give two kisses. Like, mm. usually it's two kisses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it depends on the it city. Depends on the some city. city, yeah. Like but, São Paulo, it's only mm-hmm. one. In Rio, it's two. Oh, in Rio, two. Yeah. But if you go to Bahia, uh, three. Three. Really, it's very regional. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I usually take the lead. Uh, so I usually go for two, mm-hmm. and then if it's the person in the is holding back, like yeah. after the first one, I was just like, okay, oh, I always take two. See that? Not one, not three. Go for two yeah. in the middle. Yeah, two. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever have that awkward moment? I have it here all the time with people where, like, you go for one and, like, one of you wants to go for the two. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, just yeah, like, yeah. It happens, yeah. All, the right. it happens yeah. all the time twice here yeah. because we're meeting, like, Brazilians yeah, yeah, from yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to, so if someone gives you the one kiss, you're like, okay, I know where you're from. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I said that it's usually between, uh, Different sex, like between two kisses mm. and between girls, but uh, guys sometimes do that too, but rarely. Mm. Uh, it's usually when you are very intimate, like very good friends. Mm. Or if yeah. you're uh, uh, dad and son. Oh. <laughs> no, no, dad and son and uncles and yeah. yeah. Yes, and 20 is reconfirming that in the south it's three kisses. Okay. Um, so let's finish the show off by talking about some of the festivals and things that go on in Brazil. I know that Carnival is a huge one. What what can you expect when you go to Carnival? Uh, again, uh, it depends where you go in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go visit us in... Yeah. I uh, guess it's like <laughs> saying, like, what happens in the winter in Canada? It's, well, if you're on the East Coast, yes, yeah, lots of kissing fish, and on the West Coast, it's not as snowy. Okay, so yeah. talk about Carnival. So if you go to Recife, uh, mm-hmm. you would probably go outside uh, in small parades, like small groups, 
and everyone would be just partying in mm. the streets, drinking. Mm. Yes, we can drink in the streets. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing <laughs> yes. that in Korea too. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'm sad about. <laughs> yeah, um, and then we can see like big tr- like trucks with music playing or shows, like people doing shows on, on top of trucks. Um, but it's a big street party. Yes. Yeah, street mm-hmm. party. And if you go to Rio, for example, yeah. uh, they have these huge parades, right. um, and then huge like some uh, schools uh, mm. that they go and then they just do the parade, like we see the Santa Claus here, like a small parade, but it's like that. People sitting on the a samba Claus parade, <laughs> 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 and samba is a dance that's regional to Brazil. Uh, mm-hmm. like so it's more international now. Yeah, yeah now yeah. people enjoy it all over mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then if you talk about samba, there are so many types of samba too, mm. uh, and it depends on where you go to. For example, oh, if you go to Bahia, you have samba shed, like it's uh-huh. very like choreographed uh, dancing, yeah, so everybody yeah. dances the same. Samba uh-huh. reggae too. Yeah, samba reggae too. Reggaeton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> reggaeton. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, very nice. And what about Sao <laughs> Yes, thank you. Save me. So, uh, Saint is more. <laughs> they the looked at which, Yeah, no, they looked at me like, who are you? Uh, it's also very like from the northeast of Brazil. It's uh, when the population, especially from the country, like people from the country, give thanks to this saint mm. because it's after the they have a huge drought and then the rain season comes mm-hmm. and then by the end of that season they celebrate Saint John and they give thanks yeah. for the rain that they had mm-hmm. that yeah. year. Amazing. Thank yeah. you. So we're out of time guys. Oh, I can't believe so it. I know. And we've even skipped some topics. So we're gonna have to have you guys back. At another time to talk more about Brazil. I know Ulysses is going to be planning a trip to go back home in the next little while. Mm-hmm. So maybe when you get back, yeah, you have sure. to tell us about what's changed uh-huh. or differences yeah. you've noticed. Um, and let's talk about next week. So uh, there's a new coffee club at Mohawk College with Jacques. Do you want to do a little promo about the coffee club that's happening next week? Yes, uh, next week we're going to have a special Thanksgiving coffee club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for international students that are new here, we're really there's not many places in the world that celebrate Thanksgiving, so this is an opportunity for them to kind of learn mm-hmm. what happens in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are going to be talking about Thanksgiving and the difference between uh, Canadian Thanksgiving and mm. American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We're going to be providing some um, traditional food. That, yeah, Jenny's already <laughs> there. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to have lots of activities and games that are usually played at this time of the year, too. Mm. Um, we're going to have uh, this game called Kahoot. So if you guys want to do some research on things before you come in, there might be some prizes to win. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And when when and where? Okay, it's going to happen on Wednesday next week, mm-hmm. October 3rd, uh, f- between 4 and 6 p.m. So uh, I would be very happy if everyone could join us Yay. and just have fun, try some, out some food. And that's in room J137 at Mohawk College's Fennel Campus. Yeah. International Square. And it's International a good way Square, for you to, 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 to practice your English and 
meet some, uh, new people. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful. And you guys have been going to Coffee Club for a while and mm. meeting great yeah. people there. Since 2015. Since 2015. Oh. Yeah. You got really? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. When Maria started it, we started yeah. going. <laughs> a shout out to Maria Bracalenti, founder of the club. So next week we're going to be talking to our recruiter, Ricardo, who will tell us more about South America. And we'll obviously come back to Brazil. So thank you again, guys, for being here. And thank you for inviting all of your amazing yeah. fans. <laughs> I know you have a lot of people that admire you for everything you've done coming here to Canada and all the hard work you've put in. Um, and thank you just for being amazing people. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for having us. Our pleasure. So we're going to finish off the show with a song originally by Tom Jobim. And is this version that we chose by your friend. Yes. Do you want to do a shout-out? Yes. Um, it's Timina. Timna. Yeah. Um, Timna is back in... Um, where is she now? I think in Israel. 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 Yeah. So, Tina, if you're listening to us, thank you. Yes. Um, you have an amazing voice. <laughs> yes, and we saw Timna perform in Toronto. Shout out to Timna, and this song is called Agua de Marco. Uh, and we will see you next week on Elise in Wonderland. Thank you. Good. Thank, thank you. you.